0: Holden, I actually do have a cold open this week is oh, that nice. uh I am I I have the most viral thing I've ever done right now. <laughs> a comment on Reddit that has blown up. It has <laughs> 28.5 thousand upvotes. Jeez. Uh it was an ask Reddit thing. It says what crime are you okay with people committing and I said pirating content that is no longer available to be purchased legally. Yes. So. So there you go. I have like the fourth <laughs> highest comment on that. So my, Our, uh, my phone is just <laughs> <laughs> blasting with so-and-so replied to your comment. So-and-so replied to your comment. Is a lot of people disagreeing with you? No. Oh, I think okay. it's just people having a discussion underneath it. But I've okay. just been hitting delete, delete, delete <laughs> on my Gmail inbox. Well, Jimmy, I'm glad you're,
1: uh, you're preaching. Well, you're preaching to the choir right now because I, I totally agree with that. But that's cool. Good awesome. for you, Jimmy. Yes, you know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need that affirmation from anonymous people on the internet.
1: Yeah, your fifteen seconds of fame is
0: now. Too yeah, bad it so. didn't come with the podcast. Yeah, I was gonna say I should have. I was like, if I could have just put that one movie podcast, Tomp, in parentheses right <laughs> afterwards, that could be a lot of publicity for us. <laughs> but you know, we got to stay humble, Holden. Yeah,
1: indeed. Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in in addition to kind of whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Youthy.
0: Yes, internet celebrity now. Yes. (laughs) Thank you very much.
1: Uh, We've got a great episode for you this week featuring our review of the ninth episode of Andor um, called Something. Uh, mm-hmm. uh
0: nobody's listening Uh-oh. with an exclamation point. Oh yeah, nobody's listening. You know, like Jeb. Uh, yeah. Got that <laughs> Jeb. <exclamation point. laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, and also our
1: review of uh Weird, the Al Yankovic story on very. the Roku channel. Yes, very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Re- that one
0: movie podcast. <implementation> <implied>. <umbers> But first, Jimmy, we've
1: gotta do the toms.
2: The toms, the Toms, the Toms.
1: Tom's is a rapid-fire segment where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous toms: Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw's the highest, Bombadil's the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Jimmy, let's
0: get to it. All right, Holden, I believe we have an Avatar Way of Water trailer today. The Way of Water trailer. As they would say in Pennsylvania, the Way of Water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a
1: new trailer. This is kind of the more full-length trailer uh for this upcoming sequel,
0: long-awaited sequel. Um Jimmy, what do you think of this trailer? Visually breathtaking. You know, it's kind of like it reminds me of the, like, Horizon Zero Dawn to Horizon Forbidden West. It's like mm-hmm. they made they added a lot of water. <laughs> it's like a tech <laughs> yeah, demo true. for what they could do with water. <laughs> but, but, like, both worlds are very colorful and vibrant, and you got all these cool creatures. Um, you got some blue dudes. You got some turquoise dudes. And, yeah, those and seem ladies, to be the presumably. water dudes. Yeah, the water dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, I, you know... It'll be spectacle. Will it have the story? Will it have the heart? I hope so because they're making four of these, four yeah. more of these, <laughs> or three after this one. So, I mean, I James Cameron is just like a surefire hit pretty much every time, mm-hmm. so it'll probably be good. I'm looking forward to it, Holden. Is it the most highly anticipated movie the rest of the year for me? Um, No, Babylon's coming out i don't know babylon's three hours and eight minutes but what is this gonna be (laughs) this is probably also gonna be like three hours goodness (laughs) i don't know so we'll see i guess the fablemans (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i maybe it is so uh but to be honest i'm like excited but i'm i'm not just like oh my gosh i cannot stand waiting any longer yeah
1: this isn't like like last year we had spider-man no way home where i was i was very very eager for that um but this isn't that but it i i agree very visually breathtaking um (laughs) there was some voiceover uh in the trailer which seems to be the main character jake sully who i do remember the name uh, just because we bring it up so much on the podcast. <laughs> um, uh, but he, he, him and his daughter, who I can tell by the voice, that's, supposed to, that's the daughter that's being played by Sigourney Weaver for some reason. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Uh, she talks about, like, she can feel her. I wonder if that's, like, Sigourney Weaver. Like, maybe this is, like, somehow some weird reincarnation of Sigourney <laughs> Weaver's character from the first movie. As, as their kid, I don't know. It's Whatever, it's an alien world. It could
0: work however it wants. But Boy, they better put that back on Disney Plus before it comes out because I do not remember anything. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and uh, I like
1: the cool robots. Looks like you got some underwater robots. The mechs were one of my favorite parts of the original, especially when I was a kid. Those things were so cool to me. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited. James Cameron and his mechs
2: yeah
0: he does yeah he puts them in a lot of his movies <laughs> big powerful robot things yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll give it a brokaw why not holden i'll also give it a brokaw um but holden in, i up- just want to say i just want to say it's just going to be so nice in january february you know that now that house of the dragon's done and yeah. is going to be wrapping up Mm-hmm. You know, January and February, we're just going to be able to relax and not review any TV shows that are coming out. You know, I just wanted to take a second. <laughs> yeah. <and> kind of <laughs> highlight that <laughs> fact.
1: Well, it's interesting you mentioned that, Jimmy, because, uh, in fact, we won't be able to do that. We may get what? Des- <laughs> We may get December off. Uh, December, I think, is still surefire off. But in a surprise announcement this week, I think it was actually a leak. But then I like, think it was a leak, too. Yeah. yeah, but then Naughty Dog and HBO were like, all right, we'll just announce it at this point. But The Last of Us TV show is going to be premiering on January 15th which is way sooner than we were
0: expecting. Anybody. Like, everybody was like, yeah, probably, like, summer next year, maybe, like, at the Mm -hmm. earliest, like, April or something. Just boom, mid-January. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, that was fast.
1: Which, I mean, is exciting, because I'm very excited for this show. And the sooner, the better, honestly. It's been in the works for long enough that I I don't even feel like this is rushing or anything. It was just kind of a matter of when are they going to finally get around to releasing it. Um, But yeah i'm 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 very excited for that, Jimmy, even if we don't get as long of a break as we were initially hoping.
0: <laughs> well, you know, hopefully what it means is we get to review this kind of on its own because I actually do like kind of the way it is this week where we have one show and mm-hmm. one movie to talk about. So yeah, it's that, nice to have the one show and one movie combo.
1: It's a lot nicer than three shows in a movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> three shows and
1: two movies or whatever we've done in the past. Oh my
0: goodness. It's been a lot. It's been a wild 2022, olden.
1: Yeah. Just lots of content that we love consuming.
0: And and lots of content that we just consumed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But mostly we enjoyed. I think most of the shows. Yeah, Yeah. Overall. Other than like. Obi Wan Kenobi like half of that. Yeah. It's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And Book of Boba Fett I think was last year, or so
1: it was it kind of went into this year. Yeah. I that, don't know. That's probably the worst Disney Plus show so far. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen all the Disney Plus shows, but the, definitely the worst Star Wars one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, speaking Um, of, I really do do need to watch that Tales of the Jedi. I watched the first one. I don't know if I brought it up on the last episode. Oh, no, he didn't. But but. I'll have to talk about that on What Are You Doing. But anyway, Holden, I'll give it a a, a brokaw. (laughs) Exciting. It's coming out. Yeah, I'll also give it a brokaw.
1: Uh, Speaking of Disney Plus shows, though, Jimmy, uh, I got some news of... Uh, two different WandaVision spinoffs we're getting, apparently. Uh, so one of them we already did know about, which is the Agatha Harkness series called Agatha House. Coven of
0: Chaos. Oh, it's not House of Harkness anymore, huh? It,
1: yeah, they. Ch- I think they changed it at like D23 or something. Yeah, Coven of it's Chaos? Coven
0: of- yes.
1: Cannot wait uh, for this
0: show to be so mid, as the kids say.
1: well uh this we got some casting news for it apparently aubrey plaza is going to be is cast in it as an unknown character
0: wow i bet she'll be like some she'll play april Ludgate in the show i'm assuming yeah like the exact character april Ludgate. uh no aubrey plaza
1: i think is a very good actress i i like her in pretty much everything of course parks and rec um she was previously actually on legion uh the x-men marvel show thing that i still need to finish (laughs) it's very good but i just (laughs) haven't gotten around to finishing it and she was great in that Uh, it was a very different type of character but um yeah i like her a lot i give it a broke off for me Uh, i'm bergeron this is probably a show i will not watch unless people say it's amazing okay uh but then the other wandavision spinoff um which is uh this is new newly announced is uh it's going to be called Vision Quest apparently. Uh it's a WandaVision spin-off focusing on well Vision, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> I'm guessing
0: it's the one at the end of the series, the the white one.
1: Yeah, I assume so. Uh it, it looks like um it's from a story perspective it's going to be following Vision, I assume that white Vision, uh trying to regain his memory and humanity following all the events that have happened um it was mentioned there's a possibility of Wanda showing up in some capacity if that happens I bet it's like a memory thing <laughs> probably
0: um I'm going another Bergeron olden, unless you had something to add to that no uh I
1: guess the one thing I'll add to both is that they are apparently both being overseen by uh WandaVision showrunner Jack Schaefer so
2: yeah I
0: just these I don't really care <laughs> <laughs> about either of these so I'm at a Bergeron i probably won't again watch, won't watch them unless they're just apparently amazing
1: i think yeah i'll give a uh, bergeron for the vision quest side of things uh, just because we don't know a ton about it so far um anyway jimmy quiet place we like uh, the quiet place movies and uh that spin-off one that is coming out called the quiet place day one uh we got uh apparently lupita nyongo is going to be the lead in this movie cool um and obviously this movie we've talked about before michael cernoski who's the director of *Pigs*, starring nicholas cage is directing it and it's due to come out in march of 2024 jimmy what do you think of this casting news
0: very cool lapina Nyong'o is a fantastic and- actress so yeah i that's exciting yeah uh, I, I love her and she's
1: uh we'll see her in black panther
0: this next week but um yeah it's exciting yeah, holy smokes. When is the final A Quiet Place Part 3 coming out then?
1: I th- I think it might be the next year because like this one, not, uh, obviously John Krasinski, as I said, isn't directing it. He is directing the third one, I think, though. So like they could be theoretically in production at similar times. Um, um,
0: that'd be 2025. That'd be like they were about to release it in 2020 and then they just delayed it a year even though it was done.
1: Yeah, that's right. So that'd be like a
0: <laughs> five-year gap in between a Quiet Place movies. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Which, I don't know. The first two are fantastic. Mm-hmm. I really liked the second one. I, yeah, I think I might like the second one more than the first one. But I, I've I I've only I've, seen them both the one time. Yeah,
1: same. That's. <laughs> I was about to say that's going off of the one time I've seen each of them. But yeah. yeah. So Broka for me, Olman. Yeah, I'll give it a broka as well. Um, Jimmy, we got a... Uh, announcement of a new movie being directed by a David new, There's
0: going to be a new movie? Yeah, a new movie. <sighs> Thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> Our podcast kind of relies on those.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's being, a new movie from David Leitch, uh, or Leitch, however you say his last name. Uh, he just We just saw his Bullet Train movie, but he's also known for doing John Wick and Deadpool 2 and all of that. But it's called The Fall Guy. This is not based on the hit video game of the of a similar name, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> apparently, it's based off of a 1980s show uh, that starred Lee Majors. It was about a stuntman with a side hustle as a bounty hunter. But instead, this movie is uh, changes the story a little bit. Um, it focuses on a battered and past his prime stuntman played by Ryan Gosling who finds himself back on a movie set with the star for whom he doubled long ago and who replaced him. Uh, the wrinkle in this, however, <laughs> is this is, movie drive a movie that's already been made. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the wrinkle, however, is that the star has gone missing. Yeah, I know it sounds, it sounds somewhat similar to drive, but uh, we have Ri- <laughs> it's like Ryan, it's Go- <laughs> Ryan Gosling <laughs> playing a stunt man. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Gosling uh, is going to be in it. Emily Blunt apparently is also in it. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, uh, who we just saw in bullet train is apparently the movie star that replaced Ryan Gosling and uh, Winston Duke also who of black Panther and us fame. So another character, another person we will be seeing next (laughs) um, week is also going to be in it. But Jimmy, does this movie sound interesting?
0: It does, Holden. It really does. I'll, I'm going to give it a Broca. As someone who liked Bullet Train, apparently that's the minority. I thought it was got fun Yeah, I thought it was fun. I'm excited, I'm excited for this one. Mm-hmm. Sounds right up his alley. I love Ryan Gosling, one of my favorite actors. And he's, <laughs> he's funny, fantastic. too. So I hope there's some, uh, some fun stuff in there because Ryan Gosling is hilarious. Well, yeah, I mean,
1: considering it's the same director's
0: Bullet Train and Deadpool 2, I bet we can going to be
1: expecting some great fight sequences and some solid humor mixed in there as well. So,
0: yeah, I'll give it a very good personally. Jolly good, Holden. Jolly good. Uh, it's Jimmy. after Halloween, so we can say that now. It's oh, Holly yeah,
1: true. Break out the Mariah Carey. Yeah, <laughs> Thanksgiving
0: can go to hell
2: for all yeah. we care. It's Christmas season, <laughs> it's Christmas baby. Time.
0: Well, there's no Thanksgiving carols, Jimmy. So there's what else? Is there any Thanksgiving song? You just planes, did, trains, and automobiles. Is that a Thanksgiving
1: movie? I think so. Uh right. did was uh, did Adam Sandler write a Thanksgiving song for SNL
0: or something? He wrote a Hanukkah song.
1: Okay, maybe maybe he wrote maybe that's what I'm thinking of, or maybe he wrote both. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh anyway. Uh Jimmy, you remember in The Conjuring 2, how there was that car- there was that creature, the crooked man, right? Yes. Okay. So for a long time, I don't know if you were even aware of this, but they were planning on making a spinoff movie folk about the Crooked Man. I believe s- we
0: have talked about it.
1: Okay. But apparently now, according to James Wan, it is no longer happening. Um, he posted some <laughs> pictures. He, guy,
0: he really got himself
1: straightened out yeah he did (laughs) um he posted some pictures to instagram it was actually some pretty cool behind the scene pictures of like how they um made the crooked man in the movie the guy in the costume and then kind of the there's some forced perspective stuff and it was just an interesting post but then he mentioned that oh yeah this unfortunately due to circumstances beyond my control it's not happening anymore but i won't say it'll never
0: happen but that means it's never going to happen, Jimmy. Who cares? <laughs> oh, what does it take to shoot down a Conjuring movies today? I guess that's true. Like, like <laughs> it's a very low threshold. <laughs> um, we have two nun movies, uh, the second one being made. So, yeah. So, wow. Um, I guess, you know, not as iconic as the, you know, Annabelle, the doll, or the nun in the, the picture. Mm -hmm. in the second one right that's also the second one yeah the nun is the second one yeah conjuring two is a banger man i think it's better than the first one i think i agree having seen both of them twice conjuring two was still pretty scary the second time and conjuring one is is not even though i still like conjuring one a lot i may have actually seen them both three
1: times now that i'm thinking about it but yeah i i remember really liking i think the second one more
0: and it's got the joke where uh what's it patrick wilson or whatever picks up the just ginormous camera he's like oh it's so light (laughs) (laughs) that's right i forgot about that (laughs) Uh, good good movie good movie uh yeah so i guess bergeron i I guess i wasn't really hyped about the crooked man spin-off movie that i'd kind of forgotten about
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i'll give it a I'll give it a Bergeron. Um, yeah. Uh, apparently, Warner Discovery CEO, uh, the David Zaslav guy, uh, says that there is uh, that there's currently not Fantastic Beasts 4 in development. He says there's potential to work with rallying on future Harry Potter projects, but there are no active discussions concerning future films at the moment, Jimmy. So we might be completely done with Fantastic Beasts, <laughs> <Peace>, finally. <laughs> uh that's okay yeah I mean you know it's a shame that you, the the cast and the crew don't get to finish their vision I guess because I do like I think I mentioned in a review of the most recent one I do think the cast really likes doing these movies I think the script and like the story just doesn't do them any favors so it's kind of a shame that they don't get to
0: finish that but... I agree the cast is not the problem I would sit and yeah. watch Mads Mikkelsen all day mm-hmm. and Jude Law yeah. Dumbledore and even mm-hmm. Eddie Redmayne being a quirky little nerdy scientist well, environmentalist guy, and yeah, <laughs> you know his friends, they're a pretty fun group to watch um but yeah, like you said the the story itself is just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> We've had two new two movies
1: now where like nothing
0: happens, so <laughs> I mean that what was it a magic horse picked the president? Something yeah, like there was a magic election kind of
1: thing, but then it didn't matter anyway. Really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: good good movie that we already <laughs> forgot about. hmm Um, well, hold on. Good thing nothing else this week got cancelled before it ended. Oh you yeah, I I, <laughs> <it's>,
1: <laughs> I actually didn't write this down, but it's a good thing you remind oh, me. Oh, is there a piece of news? I did have another piece of news. What a coincidence. What, <laughs> what is the piece of news holder? um, Yeah, um, so Westworld has gotten canceled. Um, this was after the, it had already gotten renewed for a fifth and final season. Uh, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy had said that this fifth season, they, were, they had been planning for a while now was already going to be the final season. So they've been building up to it. And now it seems to be among the the various cuts that have been being made over the last few months. And right now I think they've been focusing on various stuff at HBO, hence why this is being canceled.
0: But yeah, Westworld is getting canceled after that fourth season, unfortunately. It's a shame. It's a shame because, I mean, you watched the fourth season. I've seen one and a half, maybe one of the third (laughs) seasons of Westworld for whatever reason i just quit watching westworld all the time apparently like a lot of other people yeah <laughs> um, but it sounds like season four was mostly a resurgence for the show so it's a little it's a shame that they aren't able to at least finish it but i've heard you say it and other people online saying that the fourth season has an ending kind of it's vague but it could be an ending
1: yeah i wasn't super i like i did The fourth season did win me over because I I had mentioned on the podcast before that at a certain point, there's just like this turning point in the season where it becomes really good, I thought. And the last episode was probably one of the weaker ones again, but I, I think part of that is because it ends on such a very vague note. And there is a lot of finality to a lot of different aspects of the show. I won't spoil anything in case you guys do want to watch it, but they're like, <laughs> I don't know exactly where they were planning on going because it just felt like a lot of it was ending already. Um, so I don't know. I It, it could have been maybe really, really cool. I'm sure they had a really neat idea where to go, um, but I think it can work as an ending where it's at. It's not like it, it ended on a, a complete cliffhanger or anything. Um, so I guess that's the silver lining and it can always just be brought back in 10 years and exactly it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean it, I mean we've had these revival shows going on for so long I, I mean like Twin Peaks and a bunch of others so I mean, who knows Westworld could come back
0: I still think it sinks though so I'm gonna go Bombadil I'm guessing it was just the financial thing at Warner yeah. Bros and Discovery and
1: yeah, I mean, you, I mean, like, you would talk about every week when I'd bring it up that you, like, would see people talk online about it, but uh, me personally, I don't, like, I don't think I knew a single person who watched season four, nor did I really see it talked about online outside of, like, if I would look up, like, specific things about it. Like, it just wasn't talked, I didn't think, in the wider um, internet area. So, yeah, it's a shame, but I don't think people were watching it, so.
0: Well, it I think a, a big problem the big problem is that it just there was so much time in between the seasons Mm -hmm. and then the seasons weren't very well received (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's true because like season three i think a lot of people consider it as the low point i didn't hate season three but yeah it's after season three and there was such a big gap in between those two seasons with
0: covid and everything so darn shame and now it's i'm less likely to watch it now because of it Lots you know i was like oh i i should catch up with westworld <laughs> and now that it's just over maybe i won't yeah i don't know uh yeah i already gave it a Bobadil. any
1: other news this week holden Yeah, I just had one last piece of news. Uh, Apparently, Toho, uh, the Japanese company most famous for making House uh, that we reviewed last week. Just just kidding. No, they're most well known for making the Godzilla films. Uh, They are making a new Godzilla movie for the first time in several years. Uh, It's apparently coming out next year. Will be the 30th live action film from that company, uh, directed by Takashi Yamazaki, uh, who appears to be very well versed in anime and stuff, but...
0: Looks like Japanese language,
1: story. yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be J- Japanese language, I believe. Okay. Um, well, then but...
0: I'm not gonna watch it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I like movies with subtitles. yeah. It, um,
1: uh, the one that they came out with like six years ago was called Shin Godzilla. I don't remember if you remember that coming mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. but apparently, that's really good. Um, so I'm I don't know if this is, gonna I had forgotten be... about it, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. But I don't know if this is going to be like a continuation of that. That was kind of a reboot of the series.
0: Um, so we'll see. But yeah, cool. Holden's a big fan of foreign films. He changes the language of English sp- spoken films. just <laughs> Yeah, I, I give foreign it the foreign clubs. F- yeah. Just to give it the foreign flair.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll give it a Broca. sure. Yeah, I'll give it a Broca as well. Jimmy, that's it from me tog apparently god of war ragnarok is very good surprise surprise i i like started like two minutes into like the game spot review or game informer and i was like wait a second i don't know i don't want to know anything about this game (laughs) so i just turned it off and i was like i'm just gonna wait and play it because everybody says it's amazing i'll watch all the reviews after i'm done Mm -hmm. which i don't know did you do that too or did you watch some
1: I I didn't watch anything because I didn't want to watch gameplay. I did read a couple reviews, um, just to see because I knew like they wouldn't delve into spoilers or anything. And I mean, it was basically them just saying, you know, it's more of the same, but maybe better gameplay wise even. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm getting it day one. I'm gonna yeah. go after work and pick it up
0: at Target or something. <laughs> Sounds good. You, yeah, Holden won't download it digitally. He's an old man. Yeah, I want my physical copy, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll give that a Brokaw, God of War 2 being good. Yeah,
1: I'll give it a Brokaw, God of War uh, 5 being
0: good. <laughs> I have played God of War 2, and it yeah. is good, so I'll also give God of War Ragnarok, <laughs> <laughs> Rokha, which, shoot, I'm, I've kind of run out of time to play God of War 3. Oof.
1: That's okay. Well, you can maybe play if later.
0: I really, really tried. I don't yeah. have as busy of a week, but. Just be sick.
1: (laughs) Stay home sick from (laughs) school. I have
0: like 28 sick days. (laughs) There you go.
1: (laughs) Instead of binging God of War Ragnarok, when that comes out, binge God of War 3.
0: Yeah, there we go. Oh, I'm not feeling so good. (laughs) For 27, I think I'm going to be out for 27 days. (laughs) That'll get me around to uh, Christmas, you know? Yeah. It's pretty close. (laughs) <laughs> uh anywho hold on we should we should dive into uh some andor talk huh yeah let's do it
1: all right andor episode nine nobody's listening nobody's listening <laughs> um yeah uh, obviously full spoilers like we usually do, skip ahead if you don't want to hear the spoilers
0: for Andor episode 9. Jimmy, what would you think of this episode? This show is at least staying the same quality, if not getting better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was watching, I'm just like, every time, this has happened like five episodes in a row now, I'm just like, how is this show still good? The episode ends, and I'm like, why is this still good? I'm just baffled (laughs) every time. I just continue continue to be impressed by the originality of it and the execution and how well it's acted and made yeah. and edited and directed.
1: Yeah, no, it's it, and it's just incredible. Like the different depths that they sink to in terms of content and everything and. Um, like I mean uh, we can jump into it a bit but I mean this has like a like a a torture scene in it
0: yeah I I was like at first I was like oh it's just more mature it's not really darker well now they just tortured somebody so I guess it is (laughs) darker. (laughs) and it's not like it's not
1: like a mutilation or anything or it's not like they're breaking bones being too graphic but it's like very psychological and like they spend a lot of time, like, describing this torture and, like, why it's so bad. And it's literally the screams of, like, an alien race. The Empire was, like, just mass killing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, the children. They're like, the children yeah, particularly. Yeah. And, like, and it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm like, was this written by George R. R. Martin? <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> what's going on here? This is some and messed so, up stuff.
1: And they paint such a like a vivid picture uh, of like the sounds and, and the experience and everything that like even though we don't actually hear the sounds ourselves like we don't need to and like Bix's reaction is all we need. It's it just seems like <laughs> like the worst thing that someone I'm can just do telling you. them whatever they want.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no thanks. I'm not going through that. I don't need freaking Joseph (laughs) Mangala like doing stuff to me. (laughs) Holy smokes! Uh, yeah, and that other guy, they're like, well, we don't need him. Just kill him.
1: Yeah, hang him. Yeah, Yeah. that that other guy's interesting because yeah, he's just like, can I? (laughs) The one guy's like, can I hang him? And then you know, our our imperial officer we're following
0: is like, yeah, whatever, do what you want it's like just your your episode episodic dose of a reminder that hey she's she's actually a villain yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's 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 kind of nice now because we are i mean she is now becoming less and less sympathetic but that's fine because we already like we already spent a bit of time like rooting for her within the empire and whatnot so now we're getting more we're seeing this ruthlessness and we're getting just very conflicted
0: about her and everything even though she is just a terrible person <laughs> yeah we're still well, you know but she's not a cartoon and yeah. that's why this works she's a person she's a bad person not mm-hmm. just some mustachioed villain twirling yeah. the mustache on the sidelines like the emperor or not the emperor but the empire has been in a lot of at least the secondary characters in a lot of Star Wars stuff recently.
1: Well, and also related to that pilot they talked about, then they just like stage his death, <laughs> like they decide to, that they're gonna like set like because they basically illegally detained him, and so then they're like, you know what? We don't want to start anything, so we're just gonna pretend that like he died. Like,
2: <laughs> well, no, 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 no.
0: A- it was like um, they do we doing like random checks, and then they mm. found out he had information. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they got the information, but they didn't want the people to realize they got the information and they also wanted to kill the guy, but they're like, Well we can't make it look like we interrogated sure. him. So it's yeah. gotta look like an accident. And they're just like giddy coming up with how they're gonna get away with this. And <laughs> yeah. it's a very clever plan. It was,
1: yeah. But it's just it's like another side of the empire. This is just
0: this terrible, horrible side that we haven't seen. Well, and it's also just like they thought, like they actually sat down and thought about, okay, what would be the, if you got information, how would the other side react and how would you have to be proactive about this? Mm-hmm. they actually sitting down and thinking about, you know, what would this be like in an actual yeah. world? So it feels like this, you know, it's an intergalactic, you know, political drama, but it's very grounded in that way. And you don't have all these plot holes all over the place that can happen when you get a... A large-scale story like this with mm-hmm. all these different characters, and like I said again, you have like the nuance of all the different rebel factions, and you have like the freaking separatists are still <laughs> around, which is yeah. great. Like and is like they're separatists. I don't like them, but I guess we have to work with them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff is is great. Um, then we go back to uh, Narquina Five. Mm -hmm. where they're you know working on whatever they build and it's still not clear but (laughs) olof seems to uh be deteriorating i'm I'm going back through the episode here and one thing that i forgot about is uh, andor has his little uh, like he's trying to break out of something he's -hmm. like filing something down which, oh, yeah. Which gave me very much like Escape from Alcatraz vibes where they have to like, I don't know if you've ever researched that or, or seen the movies or anything, but they have like the vent and they like move it away and they like file away at the stuff and they put the vent back. Very similar to that here.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Um, but yeah. But they're scoping out, they bring the new prisoner, they're scoping out, hey, this is, you know, this position, all that. And and, and a big thing in this episode, I'm trying to see, not skip ahead too much, but they have that whole thing of like what is going on what happened to like floor two or whatever yeah
1: yeah there's this i mean there's this very confusing couple scenes or it's meant to be confusing because it's confusing for the characters too but like something is going on they're kind of in transit back to their um their cells or whatever and they're just kind of stuck and we don't know why they don't know why it seems to have something to do with this other group um and it's not until later that we exactly find out what happened but there's there's you kind of get it set, hints of like rumors swirling around like people having different ideas of what could have happened um but then we do find out at the end that the uh, prison just killed this entire block of men yeah cuz they like knew too much mhm cuz like they there was like a mistake and basically an administrative mistake where they had one person from block four, I believe released. And then they just put him back into block two and they, uh, uh people found
0: out about it. And so they had to kill them before it got out, but which is not out anyway, I, which is genius. Again, mm-hmm. it's like, you are convincing these people that you will escape again. Like they are actually finally making them space Nazis. Like it yeah. it, it just goes into the con the comparison to the concentration camps again. Like, you know, whatever the, the saying over Auschwitz that work makes work will make you free. And they're just getting these people to believe this and, you know, promoting them amongst themselves, giving some more responsibility and working them, you know, just harshly and, and then kind of manipulating that, Oh, you're, you know out of your time, but then we just put you in a different level and nobody knows who you are. And, you know, if you say anything, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> so just, and yeah genius again from from these evil space Nazis and it's also genius
1: I mean right now the prisoners because like the few prisoners that do know about it they're like trying to like keep it all hush hush because they know if like people start talking about it then they're just going to kill another tire block <laughs> like yeah and that's what we have with like the doctor at the end of the episode yeah um, which is great
0: uh rest mm-hmm. in peace Olaf
1: yeah yeah that was sad that i mean they just essentially had to (laughs) kill him because he had this uh uh, stroke i believe it was yeah and um i mean he can't work so the
0: empire has no use for him but um yeah that was that was sad i feel like i recognize that Olaf actor from something but i cannot place him. i
1: don't I don't know. I was seeing, I was seeing people talking on. Or I saw a couple of people talking about it online. Where like, what if this is just a Squid
0: Game situation?
1: <laughs> well, what, I, I did what,
0: compare it to Squid Game last week. What was it? What was it you said about Squid Game? Well, I just said it. It just reminded me of it. I was just like, oh, okay. I, I, just like visually more than anything, and like the gamification of it. Like, hey, you get this reward if you. you oh know. sure. Um. I think I said that I hadn't seen that on anywhere else, but that was like just came to mind. I said it was like Squid Game, um, concentration camps, and Star Wars, kind of like all mixed together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, that's a lot. Yeah. Anything else to say about like Andor's stuff? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I. I like the gradual progression over the episode of Andy circus,
1: character, like just, Oh yeah, yeah, sl- yeah. Good. Slowly good getting onto Andor's side and everything. And by the end, at the end, he's like fully on board of trying to
0: escape. Well, um, once he realize that nobody's getting out, mm-hmm. like, yeah, cause he has like <laughs> 201 days or something or seven or something.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean,
0: it's your really, your best shot at that point. is just trying to escape. Can't wait to see how he turns into Snoke. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I wonder if that means this next episode is going to be the the breakout episode.
0: Yeah. I'll be excited. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're building it up to that. I don't know if I, I feel like next week could be like episode five or it was like the bridge episode kind of sure. setting everything up, but you know, if it is next episode, great. Mm-hmm. Um, 'Cause yeah, they're they're building up another big a big set piece like uh, the eye was in episode six. Yeah. Um other things that happened this episode, we found out that the leader of like the, the heist, Vel <laughs> Sartha, I think is how you say her name, she and Mon Ma Matha are like cousins. Yeah. That was, that was like, interesting. That's <laughs> like that I was- didn't see that coming
1: yeah it was i mean it's not like it changes the game or anything but as far as like unexpected twists go i was like i was just totally not think- expecting that at all um kind of blew my mind a bit but very cool i li- like their dynamic um seems i
0: mean where you have what's i i do not remember the character is it vel it be like is vel is what i just saw it on google okay it's like i feel like they have not really said it that much um, but Vel is obviously more on the front lines in the
1: nitty gritty with the rebellion. Mon Mothma being more of a back seat, taking more of a back seat with it. But I just their dynamic was interesting, and I I
0: liked the conversation. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you have the crown guy comes and he's <laughs> talks about like they have to use some sort of banker, some mm-hmm. sketchy banker or something from their. Home plant. I can't remember. Yes, Mon something Mon, was, Mon Motho was not thrilled about.
1: Yeah, and I don't think it was necessarily revealed why. Like, I don't know if there's some sort of history there. or if he's No, I think like it was Walmart. just kind of
0: like a. It was like, hey, like she's upset. We don't really know. He okay. seems sketchy, but like, hey, if you want to do this, get your hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Which is again great. Uh, the only other thing I think we really maybe should highlight is just Cyr- Cyril. I think. Yeah. His stuff, he's like just stalking <laughs> Did, uh, Miro, a com- commander, captain, or whatever her title is.
1: Yeah, Miro. Um, yeah, no, that was interesting, because that was kind of the moment where it could have, I, I feel like it could have easily turned to them teaming up, but it seems like it's not going to go that way, or at least it's if it's going to go that way, it's going to be very much not her decision (laughs) like there's going to be some other circumstance that's going to have them end up
0: working together and again i like the commentary of it like the empire maybe that's their hubris like her hubris is she's just like i don't need this person i got this Mm -hmm. and that's the reason they lose and or that's what pushes um maybe cyril to go to the other side holden Possibly, I, if, it happen- I, I, if it if it happens, I'm staying on called it. If it doesn't happen, I said, well, you know, it was never <laughs> likely. I, I I if it
1: happens, I will be very surprised. I'll concede, but it, I don't think it will just because he is like so obsessed with Andor, like just that's true. Be,
0: he's just gonna go rogue. I don't. He'll yeah. be like the he'll be like a gray character in the middle. Like he's like I don't care about the rebellion. I don't care about the, I care about yeah, the Empire. I am just gonna bring Cassie and Andor to justice. Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's what I think is going to happen.
1: And, I mean, something could happen by the end of the season. My My best guess is he's going to be more of, like, the main antagonist of, like, season two or something. Like, he he's going to be constantly built up. We're going to see more of him getting put down this season. And I think we're going to be focusing more on Miro and her stuff right now. Um, but then yeah maybe season two he'll come into some sort of power whether it be with the empire
0: a rogue agent we'll see yeah we shall see i was very surprised when he was not the person to shout nobody's listening yeah <laughs> i thought that was 100 percent gonna be him and not cassian andor yeah that would have made sense if it was him yep uh, all right anything else to say about the episode holden uh i don't think so yeah,
1: it's just another very good episode. I'm excited yeah. for next week. <laughs> I keep getting more and more excited for these episodes.
0: Yep, you know, for pre into penultimate episode, it was very solid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk to you next week for Andor uh, season one, episode ten. I'm excited, uh, and uh, hopefully, you know, if it's the big action set piece, that'll be great. If it's not, I'm sure they'll, they'll still set up be good. The, Set up everything nicely. And if it is not good, then we'll be like, what the heck's going on, man? Yeah, we'll be very surprised. Yeah. All right. I let's see if I'm still baffled at how good the show is next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's talk about uh weird the Al Yankovic y- Al Yankovic story non-spoiler review right now. Yes. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, weird. The Al Yankovic story is a new, uh, quote unquote, biographical uh, comedy film. Uh, it's gonna. It's on the Roku channel of all places. <laughs> Very. It's still weird to me that it's on there. Um. But it's directed by Eric Apple. It's based off. Of, have you seen the original skit? This is based off of. I
0: watched it today.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's based Did you off see of it? Yeah, yeah, I have. So we can talk about it. Had that you in seen it before? I think I maybe had. Like it, it seemed very familiar. So I might have seen it like years ago or something. Um But anyway, it, it was a funnier die, which is you or internet comedy thing. You've probably seen some of their stuff, but it is was it still just a, around?
0: Funny or die? I I
1: think so. I don't know what they're up to. <laughs> they were a lot bigger in like the early to mid 2010s um but yeah it was just this kind of skit that was based off of Weird Al's life but it was obviously very just made up and like it was like that skit itself was very much just a parody of like music biopics and the very in the kind of formula that those tend to go through and so this is like an expanded version of that with a different cast um but I that original skit before we get in the movie. I thought the skit itself was pretty funny. Like it's, it is I mean, pretty funny. <laughs> I I mean a different cast. You have Aaron Paul as uh, as Weird <laughs> yeah. Al, which is very funny. Um, it, it hits a lot of the same beats as the movie, so you could obviously where they got like uh, they,
0: very they, literally like literally there are lines and scenes taken yes. out of the the skit, which is directed by the same guy.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So, obviously,
1: I mean, they just took a lot of that and would expand on it in the movie. But the the skit itself is very funny. I can see why Weird Al probably latched onto it and was like, you know what? Let's make a, a movie based on my life. And he is very involved in this movie, too. It's not like this is just a movie that someone decided to make about him. A comedy movie. No, this is this is Weird Al's movie. He had said some. I remember... He said something about, like, the only ones to make one movie every 25 years or so. And it's been, like, 25 (laughs) years since he made a movie in the 80s, UHF, uh, which is... Or uh, maybe it's 30 years or something. I can't remember. But I quite enjoyed that movie. And so this is his next movie, his second film, Jimmy. But anyway, what do you think of Weird the Al Yankovic Story?
0: Uh, Well... I you know let, let me read the synopsis first and okay. then I'll say so so it's the synopsis which is pretty good is it's the unexaggerated true story about the greatest musician of our time uh, from a controversy oh excuse me that's not the one I wanted to read <laughs> I thought it had a better synopsis I saw the, the a one,
1: one I thought the one on the Roku channel was pretty good let me see I if I can find it I was uh.
0: like that's not the synopsis oh gosh where'd it go i don't see it anymore oh man it was something about like the totally not exaggerated 100 percent true of like the greatest musician and sex symbol of our time or something like that (laughs) (laughs) which is that's the yeah here it is okay and the unexaggerated two story about the greatest musician of our time well no that didn't have the sex symbol in there anywho hold (laughs) it it's great it's fantastic yeah in my opinion
1: yeah, no, I thought this movie was hilarious. Um, it was very, very funny. It has very much Weird Al's sense of humor. It's very, it's it's one of the most self-aware movies I've ever seen from, like, multiple angles. Like, not only is it, like, self-aware and how weird it gets, hence the title and everything, but, like, like it's also just self-aware and, like, Weird Al as a celebrity and everything because, like, he, he knows that he's not, like, he's not like the most talented musician of all time he's not he should he doesn't he clearly doesn't think he should be considered that but it's just playing off of all that and it's it's very yeah i don't know i thought it was a very funny movie what do you think Nick?
0: yeah i i mean it was it was exact it was like you said i always like to judge movies on the basis of you know how good are they how good how well do they execute what they're trying to be and this is mm-hmm. one that executes it pretty much flawlessly mm-hmm. very close to that knows what it is it and it's very well done in that regard very yeah. enjoyable if you're into just absurdist humor <laughs> yeah and that the parody satire like if you think weird al is funny then you're gonna think this is hilarious yeah um and i i i wish more movies were like this where it's just off the rails <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's and anything um, can happen at any moment which is what this movie is
1: i think uh this movie's inevitably going to draw comparisons to like uh w- walk hard and um pop star i think those are the the two main ones i've seen compared with it um
0: which i've are, never heard of either of those
1: uh walk hard is it's another it's like a parody of walk the line the uh johnny cash movie with joaquin phoenix Came out in like late 2000s, and it's kind of like this, where it's just a parody of the musical biopic. It's with John C. Riley. That movie's very funny, and Popstar is an Andy Samberg movie uh, by the same crew that made Hot Rod. So of course I'm into that, uh, <laughs> but. Mm-hmm um that i think this movie can very much exist along those because i think both of those um are like bit more raunchy and like that kind of humor which i don't have any problem with obviously but i like this is more like weird Al's sense of humor which isn't necessarily like clean but it's also like it's he has like a very i don't want to say wholesome but just like this very innocent sense of humor in a way yeah, I, think. I would say so it's like
0: family um, friendly ish
1: yeah. Ish. I mean, there's certain aspects, I don't know exactly what this, this is probably rated PG 13 or something. I'm um, guessing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of a type of humor. I maybe like akin to something like SpongeBob where there's like more adult jokes in there. As you're older, you maybe understand it a bit more, but it's also, I think it can be appealing to almost anyone. That goes with his music too. With um, a dose of violence. With a, yeah, with a healthy dose of violence. <laughs> um, But I wanted to say the performances in this I thought were great. Um, Daniel Radcliffe is very good. (laughs) He's
0: he's chewing the scenery. He is. Like in the best way possible.
1: Yeah, he's, I I think this is just proving that he's a very funny actor. Um, I don't think he necessarily needs to just, you know, stick to comedies or anything. But it shows his range and... I mean, (laughs) I was thinking about like how, you know, people always talk about how Daniel Radcliffe maybe wasn't a very good actor in the first Harry Potter movies. Like he got better as those movies went along. And to see him like at this point
0: is just pretty incredible how far he's come. Yeah. Like he's Um, legitimately a good actor. Yeah. now like he unarguably, I would say. And
1: um yeah and he's just hilarious um and Evan Rachel Wood as Madonna I thought was also very good.
0: <laughs> I did not recognize her at all. I really, was like, that was Evan Rachel Wood?
1: <laughs> I think I just knew ahead of time that that's who it was. Um so that's why I knew but yeah no she she just blends into it very seamlessly and I like it's pretty much everyone in this movie is like playing a real person, but like not really like they're real in name, but they're just it's like a fake version of that person. And they're just (laughs) I think Madonna is probably my favorite in regards to how they just like (laughs) change her. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) which I won't talk about before spoilers, uh, but I thought that was pretty, pretty good. But uh, another thing is there's a lot of cameos in this. Holy smokes! Um, yeah, but it, I like in some ways like you would be like, oh, you notice this actor, or this actor. But also, I don't think it was like overly distracting because a lot of them like I feel like you would like most people wouldn't notice. There were a couple at least that I was like, if I didn't, if I like didn't know who they were right away, I don't know. How, what? How did
0: you feel about the cameos? Um. I thought they were like all in good fun. hmm Really. I so yeah, there were a lot. It was I was there was a lot where I was like, Who is that? Who's that? Sometimes I didn't know who they were like supposed to be and I was like, Who are they supposed to be?
1: Yeah. Well yeah, there's there's one scene in particular that like is just full of a lot of people playing celebrities from like the seventies and eighties and so yeah, and I was watching this with my parents actually yesterday, and it was a lot of us just yelling out like who, like we're trying to figure out who's supposed to be who. Yeah. there was like one or two car- one or two people that in that scene that we never did figure out who they were supposed
0: to be. But I have a fun. New York Times article right here, Holden. So oh, okay, when we get to spoilers.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, I mean, um, in terms of like the visuals i mean it's fine I, it's not like it's a particularly well shot movie or anything
0: it's it is very I, it's much a, i mean it's a good looking movie like the yeah. cinematography is like there's not like any camera movement that's like wow that's spectacular but like visually like color palette color grading mm-hmm. it's you know i thought it looked nice
1: and anytime they use like special effects, it's like really funny. <laughs> yeah. There's like some moments where it just looks terrible, but like it's it's like on purpose. <laughs> uh huh. Um. So I I love that. I mean, it's very self aware in just every way, including with those special effects. I don't know what the but I feel like the budget on this was probably pretty low, and most of it just went it was. to the
0: actors. Oh yeah, it was low, and they said so. I watched a couple um, of the late night like clips with weird Al and daniel radcliffe. And they're like it's a low budget and some of the celebrities in it just wanted to be in it so they just okay. Like, That's just cool. Go out. <laughs> That's cool. Um yeah.
1: But yeah, um I don't know. I mean, I guess I like if I had like one complaint, I think it it kind of drags in the middle a bit. Um, I think there's like a, I think the opening is very, very strong. Like I was, I uh, do from, too. <laughs> like, from the very start, there was like the first 20, 30 minutes. I was like, this is hilarious. It was pretty consistently like I was laughing and, um, thought that was all great. There was a bit in the middle that I felt like dragged a bit. I'm not sure if I can exactly pinpoint where, um, but this movie is only like an hour 40 and it did feel longer than that. But I think also part of that is it's pretty chock full. Like there's a lot that happens
0: in this movie. So it's just kind of a minor nitpick. No, I I agree. I I think somewhere in the middle, maybe when Madonna gets more involved in the story, it's just it's a funny bit, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't. And it plays into the plot, but it doesn't. It's not as entertaining
1: yeah and it, it, it's i mean she's great in the movie but yeah it's just the, the the scenes with her like the i think the plot stalls a bit at that point but
0: yeah but then the end is great again i would say yeah yeah it is <laughs> <laughs> there's a turning point where i think it gets very funny maybe yeah. my favorite scene <laughs> of the movie <laughs> <laughs> which we will definitely dive into during spoilers so i would say who's this for If you like Weird Al, obviously, for you. Mm -hmm. If you just want to watch a really stupid movie, Mm -hmm. a stupid parody, uh, this is for you. If you like movies like, you know, Velocipaster that are, like, (laughs) intentionally bad but Mm well-made, this is right up your alley. Um, And I think if you haven't seen something like that, but you're like, it could be intriguing, I'd say go for it. It's free online. You do not have to pay anything. Um, so it's it's literally just free to watch, so why not? Uh, I guess if you just don't like things that are really stupid, mm-hmm. then uh, then and, and you're kind of against that type of comedy, then I guess that would be the only thing that would only type of pe- person who maybe wouldn't enjoy this that much. Yeah, they're like, that's just silly and dumb, <laughs> which uh, so that's that's where I'm at, Holden. Do you want to give a rating? Yeah, um, I just also want to mention of course we get a lot of
1: good weird owl music in this so if you love the music watch the movie but um figure find out the origins <laughs> oh yeah some of his hit songs um yeah i think i'll give it eight and a half maybe a nine actually i'll go to a nine i think this oh, movie's wow. pretty solid it's i think really, it's one of the better films of the year Nolan. yeah <laughs> it's it's really funny and i don't really have much bad to say about it so and it's i mean go watch it like it is free and you can yeah
0: if you're i would say yeah if you're not sure about that the time investment i would say that second trailer that came out like Mm -hmm. a month ago or something i was like hey that was pretty funny yeah if you think that trailer is funny then yeah if you don't maybe not Mm -hmm. all right anything else holden no let's go on to spoilers all right sweet spoilers coming at you live
1: Alright, spoilers for Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Um I always yeah. thought it was
0: Yankovic. I
1: yeah, I think I, I I'm i not sure he's like too like picky about the way it's pronounced.
0: Because I there was a while where I pronounced it Yankovic too, but But they definitely make a stance that it's Yankovic.
1: Yeah, in this movie. movie. Um I didn't even I should have mentioned this in non spoilers. I've seen Weird Al in concert twice wow um and he is he's great he has a fantastic stage presence and both times i saw him it was just like he had so many different costumes and and sets and other people on stage with him it was a very physically involved show i i he's just a very good uh very good performer i really liked it
0: yeah that's what i've heard it makes me want to see him
2: Mm mm-hmm
1: yeah, but anyway, um we want to talk about the the turning point in this movie cuz it is very I want
0: well, let's talk about the first the beginning Okay, first. yeah. Yeah. We'll go a little bit chronologically, but Sure. Of course yeah. it does the whole trope of like starting in the middle and then, yeah. and then it's like
1: <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> He's like in within the first 60 <laughs> seconds.
2: <laughs> it's it too bad show.
0: that he didn't like start singing. Yeah, That was a disappointment. No Lin-Manuel Lynn Manuel Miranda singing, <laughs>
1: yeah, no, he was just right in there, um, but yeah, it th- starts in the middle, then, of course, he's like, I'll bet you're wondering how I got here, basically, <laughs> like kind of thing, then he uh goes back to his childhood and the childhood scenes were so funny and i think part of it is like that whole part of the the movie is paced really well because it doesn't spend too much time on it i think it could easily like you know slow the movie down if it takes too long before it gets to daniel radcliffe but every scene with as the kid is really funny you have the dinner table sequence which is in the trailer where the mom's like we just want you to give up everything you love <laughs> like stop being who you are give up everything you love
0: yeah the scene where the, the or the conversation just yeah give up everything you love quit being yourself i thought that was just the way that the line was de- delivered was so straight faced <laughs> <laughs> the deadpan
1: That's something that I think the parents do really well in general is just is playing it completely
0: deadpan and completely seriously. And the the dad who's just clearly just wearing a glove on his hand, (laughs) this lost hand. That bit also just killed me. (laughs) He like picks things up with it. (laughs) (laughs) It's so it's like just clearly someone wearing a glove over their hand. Um. yeah and then that kind of goes into
1: I, I also love the scene with the accordion salesman coming door to door and the father just
0: beating the crap out of him I was laughing so hard <laughs> I thought he was going to just you know mountain to Oberyn Martel just yeah. crush his head I was waiting for him to kill him he didn't die I, yeah yeah. I was surprised by that um, I think I, cla- I have a collapsed lung we're having <laughs> we're trying to have a conversation over here <laughs>
1: One that yeah that that just shows how strong this opening is because then you also have scenes like where they where he sneaks off to the party and it turns out it's a polka party. <laughs> you didn't tell me this would be a polka party. And I I love the before they come in where it's like the the girls talking about like oh I actually prefer the Minnesota sound of polka. Hey boy. The, oh yeah the hey boy that was good it had very very funny payoff later too yeah um but and i think my other favorite part about the intro is the the whole re the reoccurring joke about how we don't know what they make at the factory
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we and weird al's just like hey, you just say you go down to the factory you never say what you make there and <laughs> then i can't remember what the father says He something says something like don't talk back to me or something oh you'll
0: find you can find out when you work there oh yeah (laughs) and then he works there and they're like that's a good one (laughs) when he asks what they make maybe they're making whatever they make in andor yeah it could be i was actually i was
1: fully expecting the payoff to be they make accordions there or something like something really stupid like
0: that but no Never, Apparently never Weird Al got his accordion from a door-to-door accordion salesman when he was a kid. Like, actually? Yes. So, like,
1: nuggets of truth. Well, isn't his dad a polka player? Like, I,
0: I figured he just got it from his dad. Well, no, that's what Weird Al said in the in the things. Oh. He's like, there, there are little nuggets of truth, he said. And he said he also did record his first single in a a, a bathroom. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was pretty good, too.
1: Um. Well, yeah, I guess, uh, and it, it kind of jumps ahead after that childhood bit to him as uh, college age, you know, maybe post college, out with his, in, hanging out with his roommates. And, um, the whole, one of my, my favorite scene, some of my favorite scenes in the movie are whenever he's like discovering a song, like when he's figuring out the lyrics to a song. And yeah. if you're familiar with any, like, Weird Al's music, then it, It'll at least get to a certain point where he's like, like people are just saying the lyrics, and yeah. you're like, oh, he's gonna figure it out. But, and that that I think that's a cliche in a lot of these type of music biopics where they'll just get an idea from a throwaway line. But these scenes go on for like so long that it's just comical at a point because like you'll just have like it'll just be hammering over your head what he's like going to be figuring out. Um, it's very funny. <laughs>
0: My, 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 I just they keep like
1: the album keeps jumping <laughs> so the, radio the DJ fall
0: asleep the... maybe Michael yeah. Myers came in and killed him oh yeah maybe <laughs> it's connected universe um yeah that was a lot of good stuff uh gosh I felt like oh yeah like oh what do you think you're just gonna become like an overnight success no it takes years of hard work <laughs> and some, it's like oh my gosh you're an overnight success <laughs>
1: Yeah, and um yeah, and that that whole recording and yeah, them playing it you over know, the radio. Very funny. But then he ends up going and playing that live show uh with with Chuck McGill yeah. as the <laughs> MC <laughs> <laughs> which it's that's weird because i mean like everyone in this is a comedy guy and it's just i always forget that he is like a comedic like a comedic actor first like yeah, chuck michael McGill mckean was, yeah yeah michael yeah michael mckean it was very chuck mcgill was
0: very different for him i think
1: yeah <laughs> so that was just funny and then you have Patton oswalt who is just in everything i was <laughs> like
0: i was waiting for the Pat oswalt cameo <laughs> which even when you watch the original funny or die it's like always oh, in that in yeah sense. yeah
1: and I like Pat Oswalt but it is just impressive how many things he is in he's just he says like yes to everything I agree <laughs> um, but yeah and then that performance there was funny and I like the, the exchange at the bar like you better be selling ice cream before the end of this song <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love Rocky Road
0: speaking of I had some Rocky Road I haven't had ice, Rocky Road ice cream I had some this summer and it was as the kids Very say bussin' bussin'. Oh my god, Jimmy, stop saying what the kids say. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned
1: this to you at the Halloween party, but every when you say uh, like slang it feels like uh, like a 40-year-old man saying. Is stuff. it as
0: the kids say pretty cringe, bro? Yeah, yeah, it is pretty cringe. <laughs> <laughs> it's not
1: cringe when I do it cuz I use it in my everyday language. I don't have to preface it with saying uh as the kids say. Mm. So I'm still hip, Jimmy. I'm a year younger than you.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm a year anyway. wiser.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um then we get introduced to Dr. De- Demento, played by Ryan Wilson. Rain Wilson. Rain I mean. Wilson, yeah. Um but and he's good. He's very funny like he usually is. Um but then as we mentioned in a non-spoiler, the scene that with all the cameos is his house. Which I think is just funny because it is like the most random who's who of people there. <laughs> like, yeah. That's that's just another cliche is like of those movies is, oh, you may encounter just random celebrities at like big gatherings. But here it's just like random people almost. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, one of my favorites was like just Conan O'Brien in there as yeah. Andy Warhol. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like I was like, oh, there's Conan. I had to point him out a couple times because Emily like did not recognize him at first. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I think it's Conan. Um, then you have, you have, of course, you have Jack Black um, as
1: uh King, Wolfman Jack. I believe his name yeah. was who uh, I'm not familiar with, but I know he was a real guy in the 70s, 80s.
0: <laughs> <laughs> David Desmalion.
2: Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> he's just a, the guy from Queen. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> explains who he is. That, that was really funny um We're yeah playing a little thing called
0: live aid <laughs>
1: he's like uh he's what was it what was it he says in response to that
0: pass hard pass yeah hard pass. they tase them
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> that
0: was that was fantastic that was a very good scene um yeah and also david desmji and was just funny that it was him too
1: yeah yeah He's just i mean he's very good at playing this very of uh, these like sheepish guys like very like, wallflower-esque types i guess uh, and of course he's playing this like the bass player of queen who no
0: one knows his name so <laughs> it's pretty funny yeah good stuff all right the, the i mean the beginning of the madonna stuff was just funny because it was like madonna and just like having this <laughs> very sensual encounter with (laughs) weirdo so we're like boyfriend and girlfriend then (laughs) she's got to get that (laughs) that the the the, uh
1: yankovic bump yeah the yankovic bump (laughs) (laughs) which is very funny yeah i think i think it's funny that from the very get-go we know that her intentions are entirely just (laughs) like selfish and like she's just in it for herself and um and it it goes on for a while and it gets it's it's almost to a, a funny point where just weird owl doesn't notice what she's doing. And she's just like constantly like shoving alcohol down his throat and, like, <laughs> and drugs and stuff. And it's very funny. And, and she's, I mean, I'm not like, I, I mean, I guess being a child of the two thousands, 2010s, I'm not like super familiar with like Madonna isms, but from what I, I understand it was. Yeah. I mean, from what I understand it was, it was pretty accurate. So at least in terms of like her movement and, just random things she'd do but
0: making her the like outright villain was hilarious
1: yeah
2: <laughs> uh, yeah
1: and uh, i i guess another nugget of truth i don't know if you knew this bit but Monada did actually approach weird al about doing like a surgeon
0: oh i didn't know uh, that yeah
1: i don't I, as far as i know there was no torrid love affair aspect or, or uh,
0: negative you know yankovic bump um but yeah, no, I th- th- that part is true. Another funny bit was the <laughs> him writing "Eat It" and then Michael Jackson making <laughs> "Beat It." <laughs> that has to be one of the most unexpected parts to me because I, I, I was like, I was like I I was like one because when they were doing the um, "My Bologna," I thought they <laughs> were gonna do "Eat It," and I was like, you know, there's an opportunity here. Like, I was thinking in my head like that he could write "Eat It" first and then he's parodied by Michael Jackson. And he like gets angry, so I actually like kind of saw it coming but it's just okay. a funny bit regardless yeah it was very like <laughs> south park
2: yeah
1: like just, the, yeah the kid from the jackson five <laughs> <laughs> what's that has been one like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that that was that was hilarious um and I was honestly kind of surprised they didn't do it with more songs. Like I figured they were gonna play into that aspect a bit more, but I thought that was it was pretty funny. Just the Michael Jackson, especially since that is like like Eat It, and it's like the song that really put him on the map, as far as I'm aware, uh, with like the larger music community. That so. was the first one I had heard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was among the first because I remember I remember my parents showing me like
0: the music video for it and stuff, and thought that was very funny, but. Um, I remember seeing that. It was like a third grader, at yeah. like a friend's <laughs> house. Um, I did. I like. Could, I did not realize Weird Al was the the record record dealer guy. I was like, this guy looks oh, really? so familiar.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. And he was. It was. He was like the most serious character in the movie, which I think was just a funny joke in and of itself. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like. <laughs> Weird Al was not playing up his his, his comedic talent at all he was just like a very stern character and playing it completely straight and letting Daniel Radcliffe take all the the weirdness but I, I you know I think that's admirable almost like I mean he's clearly not the star of the movie even though it's about him so he's kind of letting the movie run with with its stars and everything so good on him
0: okay finally we got to talk about the best scene in the movie which in my opinion is the action sequence in the di- in the <laughs> restaurant yeah. when madonna's kidnapped <laughs> <That> <laughs> please was, that don't was hurt <laughs> 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 me he's like sort of kicks the gun out of his hand
1: that was it was such a surprise like i mean I know. It, was, it was out of nowhere because it was just the scene of them like talking about their future and everything and um and weird out was like at his lowest point and then he just, madonna just gets kidnapped out of
0: nowhere it's so funny and honestly that was like when the movie was kind of in its lull for me too mm-hmm. and so that kind of made it even funnier
1: yeah yeah for sure
0: <laughs> he puts the eyes and like the grill or when he's like burn <laughs> <Whatever> he's- <laughs> yeah
1: it just gets like a very i mean it's not like graphic or anything but it's you know a, a decently well choreographed fight scene and everything <laughs> yeah. and like
0: that was the, the funny part it was like a well-made like a decently well-made but cheesy fight scene
1: yeah yeah and i mean it's it's not it's it's kind of shot I would say it's more like a born movie than it is a John Wick or anything, but the choreography seemed to be pretty solid and everything, and just <laughs> it's very funny. And then the it the ends with him saying Ding. "Order up, <laughs> order up." <laughs> <laughs> like me, I was I was watched as I mentioned. I was watching it with my parents, also watch it with my brother Logan, and he and him especially were just dying at the one liner at the end.
2: That was I, so funny.
0: I was like crying. I watched this with Emily, and we yeah we thought that was hilarious, (laughs) and the whole Pablo Escobar (laughs)
2: story yeah.
1: (laughs) that us. was honestly i was really surprised that he wasn't played by like a famous person i was gonna i was like fully expecting oh he's gonna get to pablo escobar it's gonna be like i was like maybe like pedro pascal or something like but no oh, it's just someone tony
0: gilroy oh, not tony gilroy right. tony dalton <laughs> oh not yeah tony, tony gilroy writer <laughs> of <laughs> creator of andor yeah <laughs> um but yeah that was that was good scene too And then Madonna just takes over the the drug trade, (laughs) the drug cartel. (laughs) Shoots at him, but she can't, like, bring herself to kill him trope. Mm. (laughs) Goodbye, Madonna. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and I I guess I didn't even mention uh,
1: Weird Al. I I loved the the bringing back of the wearing the the platinum albums around his neck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's the thing, like, there's some weird, there's some, like, there's some really funny Chekhov's guns in this movie, and uh, specifically that in the Hayboy. Like, I think like in both circumstances, it's like they're just completely used in a like a situation you would not expect them in at all. Like that you wouldn't. I mean, they're so not like at, you wouldn't think they're a Chekhov's gun or anything, and then they just random things are brought back for that, and it's very funny.
0: Um, then. Of course, Weird Al reconciling with his father and the whole Hawaiian shirt underneath, Mm -hmm. which is in the, the parody video from Funny or Die.
1: Yeah. That was, that was great. And him in the, in the factory and just the the most mundane job he has. (laughs) Kills a guy. (laughs) Oh yeah.
0: I forgot about that. Yeah. just kills a guy. (laughs) Very good stuff. And then, um, gosh, I might. Skipping over something before the uh, award ceremony at the end.
1: Yeah, well, there's the whole thing with him and his dad with the Amish paradise. Oh yeah,
0: Amish paradise.
1: Um, which that scene is hilarious in and of itself because like the scene seems to be leading to him coming up with the song "Fat." Like, <laughs> cause, yeah, yeah, because I mean, his mom has clearly gained weight. Which before they explained it, I was like, why? Was, like, she's in a fat <laughs> suit. Like, why is she in a fat suit? Um, but then i mean and they they keep like mentioning like they they mention the words fat and i think they even mentioned some lyrics from the like the song um just like they've done in the previous scenes but then they just never <laughs> they never <laughs> write that song they instead end up doing Amish paradise which was also very very funny that's that's probably that might be my favorite weird al
0: song Amish paradise um the award ceremony was great Just Mm -hmm. the guy sitting with the sniper rifle, (laughs) Michael Jackson. I like,
1: yeah, I like how he he um, he brings in the gun and he's like assembling the gun, and the people next to him just don't notice. (laughs) Take the shot.
0: Just popping the bubble, blowing the bubbles, and then um, (laughs) Weird Al was assassinated. (laughs) You know, the title card at the end, and then. Even the credits, like having the pictures of him as a kid, and then slowly, like they're getting photoshopped very poorly <laughs> later on. Just yeah, slow degradation, which was funny. Did you watch through the and just the one where he's getting shot? <laughs> just yeah. Whatever. Did you watch through the credits to hear yeah. the fake out endings?
1: Yeah, the fake out endings. That was great.
0: Woo, um, fake out ending.
2: <laughs>
1: nominate the song for an academy award uh the academy you guys should do that they it really is technically should. eligible as he points it out yeah <laughs> um yeah that was funny um at the end it's, it's, his hand comes out of the grave Chris, <laughs> That's right <Chris> madonna <laughs> <laughs> which is like an homage to carry i guess but like why it's just like randomly like why is there an homage to carry
0: in this movie because <laughs> it's funny olden yeah no I'm, I'm not complaining it's very funny uh, good movie i'm glad we got to kind of just talk about all the funny moments together anything else you want to say holden uh no
1: no i just i loved this movie it was it was fantastic
0: very good time best comedy just straight up like not like jackass but like just straight up comedy i've seen in a while
1: yeah well yeah It's i don't think we get as many of those as we used to but yeah it's it's fantastic love it yeah
0: sweet all right holden what are you doing
2: what are you doing what are you doing no what are you doing what are you doing no what are you doing what are you doing
1: all right. Um, this week, assuming my uh, phone loads and I can remember what all I watched. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Um, I rewatched Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I actually did that about a week, and I think I did it like after the podcast last week, um, just for Halloween. Decided to watch a couple horror movies, and well, I mean that is technically a horror movie, but it's not very scary. But or I more of a Who Done It. Yeah, Who Done It. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. Um, but yeah that movie is still hilarious i think that movie is still very very funny and um (laughs) i think i personally like it more than x and pearl this year um just because of the comedy aspect um but i i mean i still like those two other movies i'm i'm mostly i was thinking about it just comparing all the a24 stuff like horror movies that have come out this year um but very funny still very good held up on a second watch um I also watched this movie called The Wolf of Snow Hollow, um, which is by a director, Jim Cummings, who I've heard like good things about his movies like Thunder Road and uh, what's this other one that came out recently? The Beta Test. I've heard he's like a talented like indie director. Um, so I kind of watched this. It's kind of a horror comedy thing. Watched it after watching um, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies again. But I did not really vibe with this movie. Um, It was kind of short, and I think it was to its detriment. I think it needed to be longer because it felt like it was just like it kept having random time jumps that didn't feel justified. It just kind of felt like things were happening and for no reason. It it was one of the last film roles of Robert Forster. Um, Oh, yeah. um, I didn't realize he was in the movie, but uh, it came out in 2020. So, yeah, it may have actually been his last film role. Um, But yeah and he was good in it and everything and i think the performances were fine i think it just needed more time to flesh everything out the comedy was actually pretty funny i thought that that worked more as a comedy than it did a horror movie um but yeah i don't know if it's something i'll ever watch again um then the other movie i did rewatch black panther just in prep for next week Um, i did like Yeah, I, I liked it a little bit better this time. I remember I was kind of hard on the movie before, I think just because of all the praise it got. I still don't love it or anything, but it's it's fine. I, I'm glad it connected with a lot of people and everything. It's, not, it's far from my favorite Marvel movie, but, you know, made me more excited for this next one, I think, just remembering everything about it. Um, yeah, and I... Start. i <laughs> I haven't watched a full other episode of the cabinet of curiosities i'm on the third one and i keep like inching my way through it but i keep getting interrupted for whatever reason so like apparently the third one is like the best one so i'm kind of upset that i'm it, like it's taking me this long but it's it's pretty good so far i'm liking it and um yeah, aside from that just been watching more parks and rec and uh uh did Finish Nathan for you aside for the aside from the finding Francis I haven't watched that yet but I've watched everything else um I don't think I've really picked out another show I might do the rehearsal next I haven't decided Um, have you continued to watch succession oh yeah I haven't actually in the last week I really need to and I do plan on it it's just the last couple weeks I've just had a lot of other stuff going on so I haven't gotten around to it but I plan on getting back to succession this week so that is actually probably what I'll be watching um and then uh game wise I finished kina bridge of spirits which I really liked I I liked that game the more more as it went on and um yeah that was just a very solid game not very long very fun gameplay very difficult at points I was kind of surprised since the game is I wouldn't wouldn't say it's like a kid's game but I mean it's kind of it's not not a kid's game but the gameplay is I don't know. If I was a kid playing this game, I feel like I'd just get my ass kicked all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be really bad at it. I wouldn't be able to probably make it past the first boss, honestly. But, um, yeah, very solid, fun game. Um, but now I'm kind of treading water till God of War because I mentioned I'm going to get that day one on Wednesday. Um, but I On instead-
0: Wednesday? Day one. Oh, the yeah, night. That's right. How was I thinking? I was thinking Friday. Just thinking... Yeah armistice day holden oh (laughs) no
1: yeah wednesday is day one um so i'll get that then but i actually have been playing until dawn uh in between since that i know that game's not very long and i was like yeah, you know game i'm not sure when i would get to it otherwise but have you not played it yet
0: no you haven't played until dawn no oh wow great game oh i didn't know you had played it (laughs) (laughs) Very fun. I played it with my sister. We just like played it over two days. Okay. Yeah, I
1: I'm really liking it. I think I'm about two thirds the way through it right now. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm doing a pretty good job of keeping people alive. One has died, but aside from that, I feel like I've been making a lot of good choices. Nice. so we'll see. I at some point I would love to go back and like get the trophies for not killing everyone killing anyone and then the trophy for killing everyone. <laughs> like I think those would be fun trophies to go back and get, but I probably won't have time before God of War, so I'll get to it eventually. I did a pretty That's good a pri-
0: job until like the very end. <laughs> <People> okay. Started <laughs> dropping like flies. <laughs> yeah, maybe that'll happen to me then. I okay. That surprises me. I for some reason I just assumed you had never played it. I thought you had played it for some reason. Um, okay. Very fun. My sister mm-hmm. had a really good time doing that. You know, especially like two people making the decisions. Are you Are you interested in getting like the
1: quarry at all?
0: You know, I was really excited when they announced like their next game after that, and and they've been getting very middling reviews. But I remember seeing something about the quarry. I'm like, oh, you know that one looks really good, actually. Yeah. I think it's. how are the reviews out for that one yet? Yeah, I think the quarry has been getting good reviews. Yeah, so maybe I will. Get that one eventually, you know, when it's on on sale for cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, had a just a really fun time. I don't think the ending is great, but you know, okay. it's just a good thrill ride. And they, there's a PSVR game that we should, I think I have. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I we should I, play I've, it sometime. Yeah, I've and they're making a, a new VR one for PSVR so. too. That's like another like kind of ride, tr- oh, okay. roller coaster thing, like like Until Dawn, Rush of Blood is yeah yeah
1: i've heard that one i've heard that one is fun so um but yeah really really enjoying that um rami malik is in it (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is so weird
0: um but yeah jimmy what have you been what have you been doing this week yeah well that was before i like knew who rami malik was oh really like so it was like in (laughs) hindsight i was like oh that was oh he was in that okay that makes more sense now um what have I been doing? Jeez. Well, I've been, wa- I'm finally like halfway through the Dahmer <laughs> show. I've just been watching it when I've been working out in the morning. So, um, that's been, that's been, I've, I've enjoyed that a lot. I mean, it's very entertaining and, and well done for what it is. So, I, I would recommend it to anybody who's interested in, in true crime. Um, it is, you know, a little spooky if you're, if that's a little nice. too much for you. But, um, gosh, have I been doing anything else I I did watch I should say this was would have been last week but I did watch the first Tales of the Jedi with Ahsoka Mm -hmm. and I was like that was very mediocre and I looked (laughs) on IMDB and it was by far like the lowest rated of the episodes so I need to watch the other ones because I've heard some of them are quite good and I know that some of them deal with Count Dooku, who I think is a really interesting character, having rewatched uh, Attack of the Clones like a couple years ago. I was like, huh, he's, you know, he's a pretty cool guy. I want to learn, <laughs> see more of him. And I guess they flesh him out really well. I think, I think like literally like three episodes are about Ahsoka and three are about Count Dooku, but maybe I'm.
1: Off. That sounds right. But.
0: Which I didn't yeah. realize. Um. But I like both of those characters a lot, so I I just should watch the other five, and they're all like ten to fifteen minutes long or something. Oh yeah, so that's short. So I've got no excuse, Holden. Exactly. Hold me over <laughs> for the next Andor episode. Um, let's see. Anything else? Anything else? I I don't. I'm I'm drawing a blank. So must not have have done anything that interesting. So I'm gonna let you uh, let you take it home, Holden. All there's right. Good thing there's no big, you know, movie coming out <laughs> next week, huh? Well, I hate to break it to you, Jimmy, but, yeah, next week uh, we do
1: have Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Um, we'll be seeing that probably opening night, and we'll be talking about it here on the podcast. But um, then, of course, we also have the 10th episode of Andor, a very Disney-centric uh, episode next week. But oh, very yeah. excited.
0: Very exciting, yeah. So exciting it made me yawn. Um, <laughs> sweet, hold on. Uh, you can take us home.
1: Yeah, if you want to leave us a request, you can do so by leaving us a five star review on iTunes, or by emailing us at tauntpodcast at gmail.com or
0: by donating to our Patreon. Jimmy, that's it. All right, sweet. Until next time, Adios Pantalones. Love you. <laughs>
2: That one movie podcast <laughs> <laughs> Dump.